Love that's Robert Palmer. Good morning, everybody. It's Get This Around the Nation. It's on Triple M. It's still hosted by me, Tony Martin. In oh. <laughs> Did that bloke from the internet manage to steal your girlfriend? No, no, no. Still looking good. Good. Uh, Richard, did you master the opening scene from Short Bus? Uh, not yet. I am suffering from a cold, though. Good. That might help. <laughs> really? That's a good point. That yeah, might help. What else happened over the week? What did you do, Tone? Oh, just went through the newspapers. Good man. <laughs> It's exciting all weekend at our place. Yeah, what happened? Well, uh, that bloke in Poland uh, woke up from a coma. He's been in a coma. For two decades. Mm. Apparently one of the first things he said was, what do you mean Guns N' Roses still haven't released that album? We're <laughs> 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 Chinese democracy, so come on. He's right, he's right. Uh, what else? Uh, Bob Woolmer died of natural causes, yeah. say the Jamaican police. Mm. Natural causes. We're still asked to believe that, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Right, so it was a natural strangling, mm-hmm. a natural poisoning. The blood-spattered towel and bathroom were completely natural. Complimentary with the hotel, I think. Dodgy curry. Uh, evidence of a struggle. That was natural struggling that was yeah. going on? Yeah. yeah, struggle. Okay, I'm prepared to believe that all of the strangling, poisoning and blood was completely natural. Yes. But what about this email he sent? I'm going to keep going on about this yeah, until there's an answer. I know, time. Three hours before he died, mm-hmm. Bob Woolmer sent this email to uh, the head of the Pakistani Cricket Board. Okay. He says he would like to praise his association with the Pakistan team, but he would like to now announce his retirement because, quote, I have no lust for the job and I will not like others to make personal remarks at me. I will be ready to continue the job if the president asks me for it. Now, is one of the symptoms of an impending heart attack that you forget how to speak English? I think so. Who sent that email? That's Bob Warmer. Hmm. So he died of natural causes shortly after resigning, using the words, I have no further lust for the job. And case closed, is it? As far as I'm concerned. Case is closed. Good enough for me. That could have been, that could have been anyone's bloody foul. <laughs> could have been anyone's. I don't know, but uh, over the weekend there was also the uh, JFK airport uh, oh, yeah. airport plot here in Boyle. What's going on there? There's no connection to Al-Qaeda, yeah. but some of the suspects are linked to an Islamic extremist group based in the Caribbean. Uh, Jamaican police have investigated and attributed the plot to natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on there? Okay. All right. Look, what about some of the funniest stories that were in the newspapers over there? We look for them. Well, uh, firstly, there's a complaint uh, to the Melbourne Age this morning. Listen to this. I was shocked that the story about a man who was killed and cooked his girlfriend's guinea pig was published as the humorous odd spot <laughs> in the paper last week. <laughs> Running out of funny stuff in the odd spot. <laughs> but the rival paper, the Age of Melbourne, the rival paper is the Herald Sun. Uh, I reckon there's a competition on because listen to what their Sunday funny was yesterday. A Chinese woman who has uh, been a Chinese woman has been cured of 64 years of recurrent headaches after doctors removed a bullet that had been lodged in her head since World War II. <laughs> <laughs> It's the shooting in the head that's got me thinking. <laughs> well, 
maybe they had all of the shooting stories laid out in front of them. Yeah. They're like, wow, you know, somebody got shot in the hold up. It's not hilarious. No. It's funny, but it's not hilarious. No. An old woman's been shot in the head. What's that? What's that? <laughs> I guess by comparison, that's funny. <laughs> the first one. That could be the same yeah. funny. But the Bob Woolmer thing, Tony, mm. you've got to let it go. Yeah. Well, we don't know that that's not his normal letter-writing style. Yeah. I yeah. mean, has he written a saucy love letter to his wife saying that he has much lost for her? Mm. <laughs> I mean, do we know that if she asks him for it, he will continue? <laughs> has, has he written her a letter saying that he is the head of the Nigerian royal family? Uh, yeah, well, and she has a million dollars in a bank account waiting for her. <laughs> that I can believe. He's mastered that idiom. <laughs> Australians love falling for internet scams. Really? They can't get enough of them. What? The Nigerian one? They just cannot get enough of them. Listen, I've got the figures here somewhere. Mm. Last year, in Queensland alone, yeah, yeah. people sent $4.5 million to the Nigerian royal family. Yeah, that's right. What? A nation of idiots. <laughs> we'll find out next time. <laughs> get this. Thank you, Mika. Thank you for showing me off there that, uh, that Mika yeah. was... Uh, some bullying when he was growing up. Oh, right. Good reason. Mm. And uh, but, but that song was written as payback uh, to the record industry that said that, you know, you're not going to make it. Mm. And he's getting them back and he's getting us back as well. <laughs> Do you claim that that song really sticking it in. is giving you diabetes? That's what yeah. you said when we went to So sweet. <laughs> Wait till you hear the other song on the album, Lollipop. Oh, really? In a coma. <laughs> oh, we've started off angry this morning, haven't we? Mm. Oh, I'm going to try and bring it down as we look at internet scam. Oh, yeah. See, you can buy $4.1 million. Yeah. That's right. The is more than 75% of victims of these internet scams that they get How in the... How can there be any percentage? <laughs> don't. Don't open them. Don't send anybody any money. Nobody's got some money in an account for you. <laughs> Listen to this one. Uh, one email currently doing the rounds is from the Vittorio Fondazion mm-hmm. in Italy, mm-hmm. which claims to have selected you, listeners, you as one of the final 100 recipients of a $1 million cash grant donation. Why? Why would it have selected you? We've got million-dollar cash donations to give away. Hmm. What about a random bloke in Ringwood, Victoria? <laughs> He seems like he's deserving. Just a million bucks for him, I reckon, to be the go. Hey, hey, hey. I know we're here in Italy. No, 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 Paolo, listen to me. We could keep that million dollars. <laughs> no. <laughs> Random bloke in Australia, he wasn't. All right, all right. Your foundation, mate. Uh, you, <laughs> you get the cash if you fill out a form. And, and this is just rubbing it in. And you have to answer the last question on the email. How do you feel? They've got to be asking with this. I mean, that is, how do you feel? Gullible. Or... Uh, in a new twist, people are being asked to say, Puppy, if you pay for shipping, customs, taxes, and inoculations, an adorable purebred bulldog puppy is yours for free. When it arrives, box of sand. <laughs> box of sand. The cutest box of sand. Doesn't come inside when you call it. <laughs> but listen to this, more than 75% of Australians... Hang on a second. More than, that's more than three quarters of people in Australia who have fallen for these scams refuse to believe they are scams. <laughs> and continue to send more and more money overseas. Uh, The Queensland Police uh, last year began monitoring how much money was being transferred to Nigeria. Yeah. And it was discovered, yes, $4.5 million in one year. Some people have been paying the scammers for up to 10 years and still aren't the king of Nigeria. Maybe 11 years. Maybe if I send money to them for 11 years, I'll have a palace in Nigeria. Any day now. 
any day now. Uh, the federal government is so concerned about internet scams, they set up Scamwatch uh, in October last year. A website, Scamwatch, sadly, most of the calls concern their own work choices legislation. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? So we'll keep going with that. Because yeah. I'm getting a hell of a lot of those. I've got so much real-making gold waiting for me. Hang on, there's a situation here where they've got, you've got the puppy one. That's a pretty decent angle. Yeah. If I received that and there was about some kittens I could save, yeah, sure. you know, I'd think about it. Yeah. And imagine that they've got, all right, and let's say that the people in uh, in the scam have decided to do the do the honourable thing mm. and send a box of sand. That's right. It's a really crushing moment for some kitties. When they get the uh, when they get the Federaciones bulldog pups, <laughs> and they all crowd around and open it up, and it's a box of sand. Who's sending puppies by email? It's the best way to get a puppy from A to B. Good question. It's the best way to get a puppy from A to B, Rich. You know that. That is really sad. Hey, I think we need to. They're here. Them. They're here. <laughs> the sand is not moving much. I've got so I've invested so much. In this scam, I now have a beach at my house. <laughs> uh, listen, let's have some show business. Let's uh, oh, line things up with show business. Have you got another of your exclusive interviews? You should probably give me a minute to get it sorted. No, maybe right. a song. Maybe a song. And oh, then yeah. we come back with an exclusive interview with Dean Geyer. Is that sizzle? Is that sizzle? Yeah. I feel like I've just been scammed on the internet somehow. <laughs> somehow I feel out of pocket just from that sentence. But it's coming next, so get this. It's been oil, best of both worlds here to get this on Triple M around the nation. We were just talking about internet scams, yeah. about how 75% of people have fallen in sets there for real. Uh, one of our listeners, Marlon, has called. Right. He wants the names of those people. He's got a crate of air guitars that needs offloading. <laughs> <laughs> You'll for one of those yourself. Really? This air guitar is very poor. <laughs> sure, they're going to get a tune. Look at that. Huh? Rubbish. <laughs> See what turned out to be a scam over the weekend. Something we fell for and were talking about on the show, that kidney donor show, Big Donor. Yeah. Turned out to be a hoax. So it turns out this guy was right all along. Well, it looks like there's uh, something rotten in the state of the Netherlands. <laughs> Should have trusted him. <laughs> he tries to warn it over and over again. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, look, uh, exclusive show business interviews. People say we don't have them on this show. They, that's our main, the main thing they say. Yeah. Is it our guest? No one knows who they are. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now, we had Keith Urban last week. That was a treat. Man. Now we're going to have it across to our exclusive interview with Dean Geyer. <laughs> Dean Geyer from Australian Idol. How's the new album coming? I'm a virgin. <laughs> I don't think that's enough for Dingo fans. You got anything else in the tank here? <laughs> yes, I do. What's that? Uh, this is a nerve-wracking segment that I've come up with uh, <laughs> called Dingo Lyrics oh. or Ad for a Psychic at the back of Fast Life magazine. Please tell them So okay. it will be one or the other, and we have to guess which it is. You two have to guess which it is. Who would like to go first? I'll go diving in. Good on your toes. Yep. You ready? Yep. No time wasting information that won't help you. Just what you need, just what you need. That's surely from the back of that life magazine. It is. Karen the Psychic. Wow. 99.9% accurate prediction. Without having heard a single note of his music, <laughs> I'm across the Dean Guy story. <laughs> Richard, yeah. Are you ready? Uh huh. 
Okay. <laughs> There's no mystery to the segment when you're holding oh, a yeah. dryer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get off the other <laughs> <laughs> album cover and reading from it. Yeah, sure. All right, Richie, you're not getting that one. You can have another one then. Okay. All right. Well, I wonder what this will be. Okay. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yep. You don't have to say what you're thinking now. Just don't be afraid. I'll try and make it easy for you. Keith Urban lyric? <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> that's Gaia. Oh, that's oh, Gaia. That's Gaia. That's Gaia. All right, Martin. Oh, I, perhaps I should look away. <laughs> don't look at me. Because you seem to have in one hand a Vast Life magazine <laughs> and the other hand a Dean Gaia album. <laughs> and I reckon the answer is the one you're looking at. So I'm looking over here. You ready? Yep. You know I'm the real thing. I know about your love and life. Does the partner love you? Will they ever be true? That's surely been Gaia. Incorrect, my what? friend. That's a psychic prediction. Stacey, uh, at the back of your That's Life magazine, also 99.9% accuracy, uh, has all of that, all of the knowledge about you without ever having met you. Even before you call, I can see your life in front of me. <laughs> She's a genius. She must have written that book, The Secret. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, Rich, because I've got another one, but now you'll see me holding up the Gaia. So you know it must be him. That segment's just suffering to a close right there. It was a beauty. It was an absolute theatre of the mind extravaganza. The theatre has been boarded up. I think you need some motivation in Cavalier. I think you need some motivational talk from Rex Hunt. I do. You asked me what I did over the weekend. I had it on a loop at our house. (laughs) Rex Hunt's address to the nation. As we said the other day, it's 16 minutes long. Mm. And you really have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. To get the effect. And it is motivational. Oh, yeah. I've been kissing fish <laughs> like you couldn't believe. I'm telling you, it gets you up off your ass mm. and wanting to achieve stuff. You know it. But can we have just that bit that Santa Chilaro was talking about the other day? Can we just hear that bit? For 100 years from now, I dream that a father and his son will catch a mighty big snapper in Port Phillip Bay. And perhaps, just perhaps, they might remember the fat kid from Mordialic High School who kissed the fish and let it go. They might also remember the same kids standing up to the thugs in the scallop industry who thought their standover tactics would work again. They didn't. Last week, that fat kid was in Cambridge two hours out of London. A bloke came up and said he enjoyed my show. He gave me a business card. The address was the Netherlands. This is dizzy stuff, folks. By the way, would you like some real making gold? <laughs> this is dizzy stuff. We were doing that all weekend at our place. Just anything, it drove everyone in the street nuts. We were doing, you have to do it at the top of your voice. Oh, yeah. Just anything you do can be dizzy stuff. I walked to the fridge. I got myself a glass of water. This is dizzy stuff, folks. <laughs> What's the most banal thing you did on the week? I ordered some eggs. They came poached. This is dizzy stuff, folks. Richard, what did you get up to on the weekend? I watched Marie Antoinette. This is dizzy stuff, folks. <laughs> Anything can be dizzy stuff. And what's the, we haven't got a kid up. What's the bit about rolling a fat cigarette? No, nothing was ever achieved by someone who just sat on the couch and rolled another fat cigarette. <laughs> and then waited for a handout. And I was listening to that, and I was sitting at home. 
I was on the couch. I was waiting for a handout, and I realised in my hand was a fat cigarette. I thought it's me. He's talking about me, so or <laughs> that kid from Mortiality. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've just got a picture. I remember the article last year about the oh, yeah. day of Rex Hunt running nude <laughs> down an alleyway in Melbourne, and someone goes, "Is that that fat kid from Mortiality?" Oh, really <laughs> 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 Finally, someone stood up for the scallop menace. Dust thugs and the scallop menace. They've been pushing me around for years. Oh, I'm a scallop, they say. No, I'm saying. I'm really motivated now. <laughs> Let's get the listeners on board. That'll be next. Losers have never done anything but knock. And when asked to make a positive contribution to society, they let you down. Every time, without fail. On Triple M around the nation, I guess it's time to point out that at the end of this week, we will be taking a two-week break. I hate days off. We don't like days off in here. Well, we've hardly earned them. Like, there are people in the station today working on the roof and the lights and things. It's a proper job. (laughs) They deserve two weeks off. What are, what are we going to do? Just read the Adelaide Advertiser for leisure? We'll just come in and do it. It just won't be put to it. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. But for uh, hardcore get this fans who feel they're being ripped off, I should point out, uh, out that we are doing three more weeks of shows this year that we did last year. We're just spreading them out over the year. Okay. So, so there is a two-week break. Okay, okay good. Uh, but don't worry, the podcast is still up there. Podcast 19. went up <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> Rex Hunt, I believe, was heard to say... This is dizzy stuff, folks. He knows what he likes. <laughs> Could he not? He knows what he likes. He think of be... Look at this pen, Ed. This is dizzy stuff. <laughs> Anything can be dizzy stuff, including the next song, Triple M is Rock. Let's prove it now. I get this. Yes. I'm going to turn it down a bit. Trio here at Triple M. The program is Get This Around the Nation. Just before we go climbing, uh, we love someone who appears in the papers with their own kind of uh, catchphrase. Not catchphrase, what is the word? Like a name. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, disgraced businessman Steve Biden. Nappy wearing astronaut. Good stuff. Whoever she was. Yes. Uh, Who else do we have? The cardboard mask bandit in Adelaide. He's a genius. The sunscreen swigging footballer for a long Good on you, son. Now I think we might have a new one. You know, it's not often that you can have a laugh. Uh, about a story from a story about sexual assault. No, don't worry, I'm not about to be offensive. Listen to this from Victoria: a plucky 81-year-old Melbourne grandmother has escaped a sex predator by kneeing him in the groin. Don't forget that option, people. Okay. Don't forget that option. I'm calling her the Ormy Plums grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> well done, madam. Well done, her. Don't forget to, if you want to, this bloke uh, is operating in Reservoir in Victoria. They think he may have struck several times. I urge you to go to www.crimestoppers.com.au for full details 
Uh, there's a picture of him. You will know him by his enormous swollen plums. Let's <laughs> see if we can get this bloke behind bars. And congratulations to the Umi Plum Grant, Good on her. our latest uh, star of the pantheon. She's going to be a glittering night, isn't it? If we get them all together in one room, it'd be a glittering night. <laughs> Who are we going to get together in one room? The source guy? Yeah, yeah. The guy with the magnet up his ass trying to get through customs. That's right. right. The yeah. box of sand guy. Genius. The guy with the uh, box on his head trying to rob things in Adelaide. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> when we assemble them all for a glittering <laughs> night at the end of the year, that's going to be something to build towards. Tony Martino. Tony oh, Martino, the bloke running the bikini car wash yeah. in Melbourne. Somebody's just called in, uh, Kath, to say a bikini massage place yep. has opened in Rosebud, Victoria. Now, is that so unusual? No, I don't think... <laughs> Maybe they're saying that it's an outrage because they're more clothed than usual. Oh, Maybe okay. they put the bikinis on and that's what they're upset about. See, it only took a week for them to get rid of the car wash component entirely. That is holding the business back. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's go climbing. <laughs> Japanese pincher, 72-year-old woman, 514 climbers making the summit 
in the past season. All nude. They're suggesting that there's a highway up there. Yeah. No, there's handrails for old age pensioners <laughs> to get up there. You can't climb Everest because it's there anymore. You have to go because it's there. Is there a park there? No, not there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No room here anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordy, you liked everybody hates Rich. Um, I, I'm a massive fan of winter. Yeah, big time. But because everyone seems to remember winter. They used to have that. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. But that's the thing. Everyone goes bananas over summer. Everyone goes, are you looking forward to summer? Yeah. Not really. I'm not really a summer guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing. Like, uh, like during the drought, like, there were so many nice days. I was just sick and tired of people saying, what a lovely day. Yeah, yeah. It's over now. Is it that drought's all finished with? I'm a big fan of the rain. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love that you just get one day of rain and it's like, I can leave the tap running in now, can I? Thankfully. And what is the story? Like, it'll piss down for a couple of days over it where the water's being stored. Nothing. Nothing. Is it just not raining there? We've got to put a tarp over it. We've got to move the catchment to my place. (laughs) That's all we've got to do. Uh, that's not on this. This is tricky. This is a tricky one because I normally just like things that nobody's heard of and that's that gets me into trouble. That's true. Uh, I am a big fan of Tommy Boy with Chris Vale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good and movie. That's not for everybody. No. Not for everybody. And then as you go... Anything in this, like, decade? History. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did make it all the way through Freddy Got Fingered. I can't recommend it. <laughs> Okay. Everybody How about something that's not a movie, Tone? Uh, How about something in the real world? Well, like a TV series. No, no. Like, yeah, no, like, well, I, I like 24, and everyone seems to be going off 24. Okay. Now, I'm sticking with it. Okay. Something that's not got a screen. What's something that everyone hates, and I'll see if I like it? Everybody hates, um, like, getting bitten by stuff. Yeah, I'm against that. Okay. Basically. Uh, everybody hates drinks that don't taste very nice. Yeah, I'm against it. Okay, okay. Everybody hates Raymond. Right. <laughs> see it. Oh, it's a tricky one. All right. Things recently. Everybody hates. Everybody hates tsunamis. No, I'm against them. <laughs> no, I'm with the punters on this one. Really? Yeah, I think it's hard to think of one. Uh, I will get one. Will they go for? Oh, people know people like going for a run. Do they? Mm, I don't like that. moving furniture? Back on height. Do you like do you like moving furniture? No. Do you like gardening? Uh, no. No. I'll, our rule at our place is when I have to use a machete to get to the clothesline, that's when I've got to mow the lawn. <laughs> gardening, I've done very little. I've been living at one place for fourteen years. Yeah. I think I've been out the back four times, <laughs> basically to find the dog. <laughs> no idea what's going on back there. This is how embarrassing it is. Once a year. I'll get this bloke to come around and do some gardening. Oh, I just tidy everything no. up. And I'm so embarrassed about the state of it, I pretend that I've been working in New Zealand for six months. <laughs> I've been doing this for ten years. I'm like, oh, yeah, the New Zealand again. I've been dressing as it all. I can't tell you why. Um, okay, I'm having trouble with this one. Well, next hour, we have a hardcore comic book nerd coming in. Yes, Scott Edgar. Scott Edgar. And I've always loved comic books, but not the cool ones. I like, like Archie. Well, I, mean, oh, I like Jughead. Yeah, everyone seems willing to take down Archie, but yeah, I used to read so many Archies when I was a kid. Spooky. Yeah, I like the idea of two girlfriends. Yeah. That was your go. Veronica and Betty. Oh, oh yeah. Choices yeah. are dazzling. Now and again, Midge would pop on the sun. <laughs> she would. Yes, the weather thing. And Spooky, what was keeping the bowler hat on there? This is the big question. He's the ghost. Okay. <laughs> now, we had calls, but they've dropped off. So, <laughs> should we ask them again? <laughs> We've talked too long? Yes. Usually is here at this show. So what do you like that everybody hates? Yes, give us a call now. And Ed Campbell, the Bryce King, what do you have today? Nothing. <laughs> now that's a carrot <laughs> dangling before ye. One triple three five three. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M where we're up Talkback Mountain. This is dizzy stuff, folks. Really? 
And today we're asking the reverse of what we were asking on Friday. Yes. What do you like that everyone hates who's going first? Hi, James. How are you this, oh, this morning? Good. <laughs> morning. Uh, still morning where we are. Now, uh, James, talk us through it. I've got a couple. Well, I thought of a couple I was on hold. Mm-hmm. Nails down the blackboard. Mm-hmm. Did you discover that, Mr. Joe? Uh, really? What? And do you, you like, you, you'll go up and do it yourself? You like the sound? Everyone hates Actually, I, I do it just to piss my mates off. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a couple of food ones as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Like crumbed lamb's brain on toast. Mm. Lamb's brain on toast? Just yeah. brain. I, I can't handle any kind of brain. Oh, man. I just always worry that as you're eating it, they might still be thinking. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hang on, someone's thinking inside my stomach. <laughs> that's, um, gosh, James, wow. What was the other one? Oxtongue sandwiches. Oxtongue? Oh, I, don't, I don't mind oxtongue. I've had that before. Yeah. Oxtongue with tomato sauce, mm. a multigrain. Mm. What was the, uh, so there was nails down the blackboard. Yeah. Wasn't that the third most annoying sound? Remember there was, they yeah. did a poll? Right. I think yeah. Babies Crying was Babies. second, and the Mika song, I think, came in at first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's uh, James. pretty unpopular to look yeah. <laughs> What else we got? Hi, John, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you boys doing? Excellent. What do you got for us? Um, eating baked beans cold. Oh. <laughs> eating cold baked beans. Yeah, I'm eating for breakfast. It's beautiful. Straight out of the tin, John? Um, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. John, can I ask, how do you... Someone's in a rush. What's your view on the new Heinz uh, bad beans selection? They have that? You haven't tried the uh, Mexican rogue, the... Uh, oh, yeah, I have. That's mad. Yeah, the, oh, the Indian of Snatcher. Have you given the Snatcher a bill? Uh, not yet. I'm... You got me there. I'll have to try that. Yeah, we might have to do a taste test. Try the cold snatcher and get back to it. Right, yeah, I'll get back to you. Thanks, John. Take it easy, bro. Hey, Daniel, how are you? Daniel, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, what do you like? Oh, I like those crusty, like, hard bits around the edge of the bowl when you make jelly. Oh! And uh, so what do you do, Daniel? Do you wait for it all to be shelled out and then you just go to town on the uh, on the edges? Oh, that's it. I make jelly and wait for everyone to just hoe in and then like two days later, I'll just go to the edges. Two days. <laughs> well, Daniel, that is dedication, my friend. And yet not yet. No, no. It's another day before it's going to get a little tougher. Really disgusting. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks, what else? Hi, Chris. How are you? Good, thanks, buddy. What do you like? Uh, I've got to confess, the pickle at McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> Really? Have you ever just thrown the whole rest of the burger away and just gone the pickle on its own? Well, I've thrown the meat out once. Really? Have you ever eaten just the meat? Have you ever tried that? Yeah. And I do. Try to. Have you ever follow it without the sauce? Exactly. Have you ever uh, gone through the drive-through with your dog in the passenger seat? ordered uh, one of those tiny uh, cheeseburgers they have and shown the person in the booth how the dog can eat it in less than a second. <laughs> no, but it's probably gone, just me, sorry. I have gone through the drive-thru with an empty coffee and asked for a refill. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> just keep driving <laughs> round and round and round. Get up there, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Oh, literally dollars saved there. Hello, Rachel, how are you? I'm good, thank you. What do you like? Um, well, actually, funnily enough, I like some of the things that the other guys are talking about. I like ox tongue now that he mentions it, but I like it with pickles. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's nice with pickles. And, uh, yeah. And, then, and, uh, and I also actually like the pickle on the burger. 
Thank you very much, Clay. Clay is not dead. If you misinterpreting this story. All right. Hey, thanks for calling, Big. No, she's gone. She's gone. Sorry, had a funeral to get there. Sorry, didn't want to miss out on any material. Well, that is quite a selection. Wow. Thank you, everybody. I think we've re- uh, reversed the balance or whatever it was. Yeah, the Oxfung the the got a really strong showing. <laughs> quite chewy. I get the feeling you're going to have a crack at one during the news. They really? Have you ever had one? No. I didn't grow up during the Depression. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. What's wrong with you? Very, very soon with our favourite nerd, Scott Edgar. Bewildered, grubby, and hungry. like there's uh, something rotten in the state of the Netherlands. Yes, sorry. Uh, a round of applause for Scotty. We were stuck there. But I mean, it was fairly believable. And I love how it was a hoax, but that the three people are actually terminal. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not as funny for that. You know? 
it's just, yeah, it puts a whole new spin on reality, you know, yeah. television. And just, yeah. Have you guys, have Tripod been uh, lured into any of those kind of uh, celebrity kind of shows? Oh, you look, every now and again an offer comes through for, you know, are you Australian? Uh, brainiest comedian, oh, kind of thing, really? that, that sort of stuff. You know, do I want to get involved in that, or can I just tell myself that I am and not have to prove it? There you go. You and Yon, you could wipe the floor with them, couldn't you? Oh, I think he would. Had a trivia. Yeah. Well, I always was that. I always get, yeah, I always get kind of annoyed yeah. myself. Oh. It's true. I think I know a lot about stuff that no one ever thinks to ask questions about. Yeah, can startle us with an amazing fact. Could you do that just off the top of your head? Um, you know, other than Dr. Seuss used to be a political yeah. cartoon. No, yeah, I was agree. <laughs> got that one. That one was good. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. No, I've got nothing. What are you thinking about that? Uh, something you were saying yeah. up here, I think Tripod are about uh, who in New Zealand. Yes, yes. And we love to play, because uh, we're, you know, into the crowd-pleasing gear that everybody's into in Australia. Yeah. We love to play excerpts from crime shows from New Zealand. Uh, yeah. You know, someone who well, works I just recently, we also just recently did two weeks at the Auckland Comedy Festival. And uh, the bar there, the classic, we would always lob up to the bar as we yeah. after the show. This used to be a porno cinema, by the way. Yes, I know. Yeah, a lot of, uh, lot of heritage there. <laughs> a lot of art heritage. Um, and, yeah, we, one particular night I was there and there was this guy in a suit looking kind of grumpy and I got to talking to him. And he does the local voiceovers for one of the New Zealand top shows. Right. Right. Talk about I can't remember which one. Well, there's City Beat, which I think Channel 7 show, that's Security Guards. Right. I that think it, that has an Australian voiceover. That may be the one. Well, that may be the one because yeah. the, the, his, 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 his whole thing was that it was revoiced. This was his big sort of career, you know, oh, opportunity, really? and it's been revoiced oh, in Australia. Oh. Was, um, he, uh, was he lovered? He was lovered. <laughs> I've got his card. He gave me his card. Oh, He's now a um, sales and account manager at a web company. Oh, um, so that was devastating for the poor guy. Anyway, I told him I'd. I'd I passed his card on to oh, him, just, just in case, you know. <laughs> that's <laughs> ideal for our nerds and denial. coming up later. But yeah, you've got City uh, Beat on Channel 7. You've got Highway Patrol, which just follows traffic cops. Oh, that's riveting. And then uh, Police 10 7, which is the one we like. I'm sure they wouldn't replace. You can't tell me that this guy has been revoiced by an Australian. Another dog handler is also on the scene. He goes into the property ahead of Gareth and challenges the man they find still outside the woman's door. He's a bit unsteady on his feet. What, what are you doing here? He's green from the green. You're saying you know the people that live here. She's what, what's the first name's name? Hey? What's the first name's name? Oh, my. Oh, So that was him tripping over a wheelie bin. <laughs> we haven't added that at all. <laughs> no, that's still going. That's riveting. Yeah, that is riveting viewing. The Crime Investigation Network, home of... I can't stop masturbating. That's an actual series. What? Is there such a series? Yeah. A series. What sort of what sort of subjects do they have on that? Uh, guys, guys, you can't keep jobs. Oh, really? <laughs> the only one of us who's actually watched any of it is Richard Martin. Just a journey into the dark abyss of idealism. Well, my, my advice to those people is find a job where you're self-employed, um, such as I have. You, you can really make your own time. Yeah. The end of the day. We're uh, refusing to watch it till they introduce a celebrity. <laughs> it takes two. No, it doesn't. Uh, well, we've got more coming up in a moment on Get There. When we come back, the driver of a dodgy car in Rotorua is in deep trouble. That's Boston running that Powderfinger here at Get This on Triple M. Scott Edgar, uh, one of our regulars from Tripod, is sitting in today and just saying, 
how he hasn't been invited to do It Takes Two. No, well, I have, I have, I have a, a, um, a phobia of getting asked to go on that show because it would imply that people don't think I'm a singer already, you know? But like we're saying, you could be on the other side, one of the yeah. to help to help people yeah. through. Next yeah. season, you could be in there with one of the big brother of victories from this year. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Now, now we're talking. Now there's a career. You could you could go on the dress as Sunny and Cher. Do you guys think of yourself as a celebrity? No. You like to think of yourself that way. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid that. We're not. Richard Martin does a bit. He big notes himself. Yeah, really. Bring that up. Regular on the red carpet. There's one celebrity. Richard often just calls up Richard Wilkins, Sticky Wilkins, at random. Yeah. And just says, go on, ask me who I'm wearing. Ask me who I'm wearing. <laughs> or is that what are you wearing? I don't know what kind of phone relationship you guys have. <laughs> who are you wearing normally with Sticky Wilkins? That's what he's into. You ever, done, you ever done any red carpet time? I've never been up a red carpet in my life. I did one at the Arias last year, and you know, and you get stopped for. Well, you, yeah, no, no, not no. At all. no. You pretty much like a rat through a drain pipe <laughs> down that red carpet. No one cared at all. I actually did do one once ever, which was in Darwin. <laughs> and the guy, possibly the mayor, I don't know, some guy came up to me, Mayor Quimby of Darwin, comes up and he goes, uh, "Mate, uh, we're doing a red carpet thing. When you get out of the car." You're going to have to take your time going up the carpet. And I go, why? And he goes, well, there's not quite enough red carpet to get you into the cinema. <laughs> so we cut it into two sections. The way we'll work it is, when you get onto the second section, they'll get the first section and run it around the front. That's what they were doing, this whole Ferrago. And nobody wanted to speak to me. Nobody knew who I was. Yeah. So it was really hard work slowing it down. Because I didn't have to do that pretend to wave thing. It's yeah. just very sad. I said, can't I just get two uh, red carpet squares strapped into my feet and just walk in with those? <laughs> That's the nearest we've got to a red carpet experience yeah. on this show. Yeah. The tripod. Let me ask you this. I think it's been maybe a month or maybe two months since you've been on the show. Mm-hmm. How many albums have Tripod put out? Of Fifteen since then. Jesus. The UK release is four of them. Wait, <laughs> not. Kidding. No, no. We, we haven't re- caught, we've been concentrating on our, our, our touring, Tony, yeah. and, yeah. and our uh, you know show on the ABC that we're doing. Oh, we have yeah. to talk about that. What, what, what's station policy? Well, <laughs> We'll talk about it. Yeah, 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 just yeah. the side show that we're doing on the Saturday night. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pardon me. So I work load is sing one song a week. Uh, at the moment. Tough life. Yeah, leaves a lot of time in the day for masturbation. Okay. Good. I'm glad. Last time you were in, you were complaining. Your things to do list just was too crowded. When are you guys going to be uh, giving your own series? You're constantly uh, propping up other shows. Oh, look, I don't know. You know, I, I kind of enjoyed singing songs to people. Yeah. Going, to, going to places. A lot it? of your live shows, I think, would have uh, made. But what about Lady Robots? Surely oh. that could have been a mini series. Yeah, it really could have. Well, we're still talking about maybe doing a DVD of that one. That could have been most theatrical show. Bit of a story, you know? Yeah. Epic. A couple of your shows have been uh, directed by Alan Bro from Delightful uh, Alan What kind of uh, he's a very nice bloke, but uh, does he turn on you when he's got the job to on? Look, Alan's got a tough, tough, tough uh, role when he when he rehearses with us because often we'll get into horrific three part fights about 
about a particular, you know, whether the word the should appear in this ah, sentence. And he really has to just stomp his feet and say, no, nah, it's going to be this, move on. He's more of an adjudicator than a, mm-hmm. than a director person. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he, yeah, he gets stompy. You, you, you've met Alan. Yeah, he's came in here and uh, him and Richard Marsden had a head-to-head mm-hmm. music trivia challenge. Yeah, oh, Which, how'd that, how'd that well, up? Richard Marsden won. Richard Marsden won by one question. Yeah. However... Alan had answered three of Richard's questions for him. Technically, that means Alan The storm clouds did hover that day. Yeah, yeah, very awkward. Yeah, to shank Rich in the uh, corridor. <laughs> after. Oh, be careful. He's all over the water boys. I got you figured for good in a street fight, though. You'll like. And sort of, you know, think I'm I'm a, yeah, I'm spry. Yeah, I'm quick and I'm deceptively muscular. Pretty ugly in the He goes the eyes. I didn't ask this thing. What does he do? He goes the eyes in a street fight. Oh, he's a gouger. Yeah, that's yeah. his go. Yeah. Is that what it gets down to in the Rove Riders room? I didn't see Rove <laughs> last night, but did you get any jokes on? Uh, I don't, I'm not even sure. I don't keep count, as you know, because it is a team game. <laughs> yeah, you've got an abacus um, over your dead. There's one for me. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I got anything on it. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. no, no, not a good, not a good week for Marsland watches. Yeah. yeah, losing it, or do you reckon they've just had enough of you because of all the bigging up on the show? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, no, maybe it wasn't. It wasn't a great week necessarily for me. I wasn't feeling it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you know how you have those great weeks where you just crank out and you go, "This is great yeah, stuff," yeah, but yeah. not this week. Mm. This was, stuff. This wasn't great <laughs> stuff with the gold. <laughs> I think we're going to have to go to an air break, Mister Marsland, oh. and then when we come back. You know, okay, nerds out of the closet here, fine. What about nerds in denial? You got a kid up? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, there is a problem. this around the nation on Triple M. I think I am because I was just telling how uh, a film I worked on is doing well on video in Germany. Uh, you and I spent some time quoting Australian box office figures at Skype, which even blew me away. And I'm hanging out with some boffins in my room. Yeah, one of our favourite things to do. But uh, today we're going to talk about nerds in denial, people who just simply refuse to admit what is clearly the truth. Have you got an example? I, I have a friend. That you, I shouldn't name these people, should I, Rich? <laughs> well, I don't know what you're going to say. Well, all our meetings take place on air. I, I have a friend. We'll call him Nick, uh, who worked out the other day that he'd spent... There's this little program where you can tabulate how long you've been playing World of Warcraft for. Oh. And he's worked out that uh, all in all he's been playing it for four months if he adds up all the amount, the, long, you know, the amount of time he's been spending on it. And I said, mate, you have a problem. And he said, no, I don't. I don't. I said, well, you're clearly a nerd who's addicted to World of Warcraft. Yeah. And he goes, listen, mate. I've got a job and a girlfriend. The <laughs> <laughs> <A> beard. Exactly. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a nerd. I was like, okay. Nerd and denial. Did I mention Scott Eager from Prop? Yeah, I'm, 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 hello. Scott, uh, have you got an example? Oh, look, you know, it's a tough with a bit of shameless self-promotion, but we recently right. brought a graphic designer out of denial. Really? Because we, we've, we've got a new website, and oh. uh, the uh, the whole idea of the website is based on nine. A Dungeons and Dragons book, circa 1982 <laughs> and three. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> so I took in a whole lot of sort of reference material for wow. him, of your own, of my own. Good. And man, he lit up. It really took him back to his, his primary school days. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, it turns out he was a bit of a nerd in denial. Well, I was mentioning uh, that I was on a publicity tour once, and I had to go to a cinema, and I won't say where it is. I won't embarrass the gentleman, but it was country uh, Australia. And I've gone to this cinema, and the assistant cinema manager 
He's gone, mate, mate, mate. You've got to get the manager to give you the tour of his office. You've got to do this. You've got to do this. Gotta, well, you see what he's got. And the manager has given me the saddest memorabilia tour you've ever seen. This is like 2003. He's going, this is my authentic poster for We of the Never Never, which, as you can see, is signed by Angela Punch McGregor. <laughs> and then the saddest one was, here's uh, my poster for The Dish, uh, which is signed by Terry Mora, who wasn't actually in The Dish. But was in the castle. But he'd seen the dish and liked it so much he thought, I'll sign that toast. What, like two degrees of separation from someone who should actually sign it. He's got a framed poster signed by Angela Punch McGregor. I'm <laughs> suggesting maybe you're a nerd. You're in nerd country. Richard Marvel, any nerds in denial? Oh, well, I accepted a lift from this guy who I thought was pretty cool. He was dressing like it was at a party. Yeah. And he said, do you want a lift in the city? I went, absolutely no worries at all. thought he was an okay guy. Uh, get in the car, he turns it on. John Farnham, Two Strong Hearts, immediately oh. on the CD player. Absolutely right. true. Just, but it was perfectly queued up to the chorus. As soon as he turned the engine over. And he went, sorry, that's the radio. I go, no, 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 that wasn't the radio. <laughs> <laughs> he chose to put that CD <laughs> over. I had a cabbie take me somewhere recently and he played the entire Moody Blues album, one of them. Yeah, so I didn't tip him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking, this is pretty nerdish. I like to uh, time uh, bits of music to work exactly for the length of the car wash. No, no, the apocalypse now, that music works really yeah, well. well that's, that's great as you're going through the car wash. Oh, really? Anything, well, do they have music when they're going to hyperspace in Star Wars? Uh, Actually, Yanni from Tripod, he, he rolled his car once because he was driving home from work with the Star Wars soundtrack up really loud <laughs> and he got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> and he was going around and around, around about and, and, and rolled his <laughs> 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 Flying upside down, changing it to Wow, nerds in denial, do you know one? Do you work with one? Are you perhaps one yourself? Give us a call, one triple three five three. I'd love the original there from Soft Cell. Here we go, this got Edgar is with us, and we're targeting identifying. And shaming, naming and shaming nerds and denial who's got one in. Hi, good Nick, how are you? How are you going, guys? Who are you dubbing in? I'm doing it myself, unfortunately. Okay. What do you got, Nick? Um, I collect old video game systems. Oh, uh, uh, you know, back to the old Atari 2600. Hello, do you have the Atari? Do you have the Atari, is it 3200? No, I don't have that one. Uh, what about a Neo Geo? I've got the Neo Geo Pocket Color, yo. Oh, too safe. Have you got the Dreamcast? Uh, yeah, I picked up one of those, but then I resold it because you actually get quite a bit online for those. Do you, uh -huh. do you have a Mega CD? I got the Mega CD, actually. I found that in cash converters. Oh, wow. I tried to justify it by saying it's a kind of like a vintage thing. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, Absolutely. And, do you know, do you play them or are they just in a special temperature control safe somewhere? Oh, they're all organised on a shelf. Oh, nice. nice. Do you have the Super Nintendo disc drive? No, I, I forgot about that one. I thought they didn't release that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where do you get them? Oh, in Trump. <laughs> do, you, do you go down and, 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 you know, go through sort of pawn shops and stuff? Is that where you find them? Or? Yeah, cash converters. Cash converters? Oh, Crime right. converters, as you might call them. Crime converters? Well, the junkies loss is mixed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because just on this matter, I'd like to point out, Dave, uh, there was a bit of a row on the show on Friday about what was the proper theme from Super Mario Land. No, I was suggesting it was this. 
in your life. <laughs> yeah. What have you done? Oh, mate, I'm just a collector of all things movie, you know. You name it. Lord of the Rings swords, the chili swords, the chili helmet, all that sort of rubbish. Ian and I can sit back while Tony cross-examines you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's the jewel in the crown, Robert? I mean, what is, you know, the item? The, yeah, the house is burning down, you can only take one thing. What's it going to be? Uh, well, obviously, I'd be grabbing my chili helmet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you would, because you can protect you from the flames as you ran it up. <laughs> yeah, I'll get the kids to grab the uh, sword. Yeah, that's true. Okay. You've got children? Yeah, I'm sure the kids are in charge of the sharp implement. <laughs> my, son, my son's loved the sword. Yeah. Fair enough. Wow. He's fighting it with his kids over a sword. There's something very mythic about that. Father passing on a sword to his boy. It's a beautiful moment. Yeah. I'm getting this. Who's going next? Hi, Eddie. How are you? Yeah, good boys. How are you going? Great, mate. How are you dubbing in? Uh, myself, but mm. also the relative stupidity of all my mates. Well, what's going on? Because um, I'm a nerd, I know it, yeah. and all my mates seem to think I'm a pretty cool guy. I've got all the Star Wars movies, yeah. and all my mates know that. I've yeah. yeah. um, got every series of Red Dwarf. Yeah, yeah that's okay. pretty serious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are most of my girlfriends, but, you know. Well, so you've got a girlfriend as well. Yeah, mate, nine years. What? Nine years? But you never take her out of the box. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the friends, you say the, so the friends sort of idolise you. You're, I mean, how nerdy is that? Well, uh, have you heard the... Um, I'm a cricketer, right? Yeah. Have you, have you heard in, in like, uh, they, they use it in the Australian cricket team, you know, they've got the, the Julios and the, and the nerds. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I'm just to be a Julio in my cricket team. Really? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I just don't get that. There are some there are some stealth nerds in the sporting arena, aren't yeah, there? Really? Yeah. Oh, I remember doing a, a gig for the West Coast Eagles, and they went they went through the they went through the the kind of lineup and asked them each what what their other interests were. Yeah, and you yeah. know, there's boxing, cricket, you right. know, blinking, punching cabbies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And one guy's like the roaring, <laughs> and they're really boring. I'm like, I'm on, I want to know more about <laughs> <laughs> the drawing guy. Did you say drawing? Oh no, oh, I meant to say brawling. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that, mate. Steady on. Uh, have we got time for one more nerd in the night? Hello, David. How are you? David. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Excellent, mate. Who are you dubbing in? Um, dubbing in myself. What's going on? Well, look, I'm a truck driver by day. Yes, that's not nerdy. Yeah, um, I, I'm in one role-playing game, playing Babylon 5. I run another role-playing yep. game, Dead yep. and Dragons, Bing. writing a plot for another one. <laughs> wow! Congratulations. You are a nerd. And I also write websites on the side. Oh. 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 What's hanging up inside the cab of the truck? <laughs> what do you got? I've actually got nothing because it's a company truck and it's yeah, brand new. I haven't, I haven't decorated it yet. You don't have any silhouettes of women in chainmail bikinis on your own? <laughs> 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 I was thinking about it. <laughs> now, is there anything you'd like to plug here, David, if people want to get online and visit David World? Um, no, I'm still in design, my website. Still under construction. Yeah. Under construction. Yeah. It is up and running, but it's under construction yeah, still. Yeah, and I'm too embarrassed about it still. Okay. <laughs> Keep on trucking and don't forget follow our advice if you're trucking. Install an orangutan like the good old days. <laughs> Definitely planning on it. Oh, See? Yeah. It's going to take off. Maybe can we do orangutanuary? Oh, that'd be nice. Does that work? All yeah. truck drivers for the orangutans? Love it. I don't know if we'll still be on here by then. Yeah. Right? At this rate, uh, thank you very much to everyone who dobbed. Well, mostly they dobbed themselves. Yeah, they did. did.
Uh, we were talking earlier about Richard Marsland's, uh, well, I guess we call it a career. Right, anything. Oh, imagine what he'll be doing in the year 2009. Wow. We're going to find out next on Get This. Yes, very good. Thank you, Green Day. Here at Get This on Triple M. Scott Edgar is with us. Uh, we had nerds and denial just before. I think uh, we've got one pushing the buttons on the show. <laughs> what did I say wrong, Mr. Marsland? Oh, I don't want to be annoying. Come on, do it. Okay. Well, you said that uh, Painted Love was the, that was the original version of Painted Love. I saw so, and it was not so, actually. Gloria Jones. Uh, Ooh. Big man. Big man. 60s. Uh, back in the 60s, yeah. Uh, so, 10 years from now, someone will be playing the Rhiannon version again. And that was the original. <laughs> that song. And also, you'll find, Tony, you said that the Dean Geyer album uh, was mastered by <laughs> David Collins. <laughs> Incorrect. I think you'll find it was mastered by Martin Poulain. Oh, did. From the Umbilical Brothers. Why would I say that? That's what you're like. That is what you're like. It'd be a very noisy mix down. Yeah, it's just uh, normally, the show would sort of end about now. Yeah. But as we mentioned earlier, uh, we're taking two weeks off at the end of this week. Uh, i just pointing out we are doing three more weeks than we did last year overall. Mm-hmm. So it's more value over the whole year. So we're just trying to pack as much in, like a DVD with so many extras. Who's covering for you? Well, through what? Mika. Make us coming in doing some gear. Yeah. Just yeah. that song, that Mika song. That's all they're going to be playing. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to do now is have a bit of a bonus because uh, occasionally we like to look into the future. Here's an idea. This is an idea I've been doing for 24 years. 24 years? Since 19... How long is this ago? I don't know. 1985. 24 years. How old were you then? 85. Four. Four. How old this idea is, it's time for a newsreel from the future. It's 2009, and Australia crosses under the popular stewardship of Prime Minister Galen, who was elected in a landslide following the successful introduction of SMS voting in late 2007. And public support for politicians is at an all-time high since the introduction of a new parliamentary format. These stories are complex stories. Um, different things have happened in different cases. Accepted. Um, However, next time, it's been clear and Business confidence is through the roof following the awesome party's decision to replace cumbersome AWAs with three joints and a jug of illusion. With 2009 water restrictions currently sitting on level 12, tensions run high in the suburbs. This man was executed on his nature strip, being secretly filmed standing at the sink, running a tap, waiting for the water to get hot. Whilst being set alight and dragged behind a youth through a knife factory is too good for this family found harboring a slip and slide in the biggest purge since the full flush riots last July. It's only 2009, yet somehow starlet Lindsay Lohan is celebrating her 48th birthday as the relentless partying continues to take its toll. Here she is turning up as a glamorous premiere of the new motion picture based on Paris Hilton's harrowing three-day prison term, The Horse Gang Redemption, with Philip Seymour Hoffman reprising his role as Truman Capote, sole biographer to the imprisoned socialite. I'm telling you, Paris, you've got to talk to someone. The broadband reception in here is intolerable. Audiences applaud the uplifting scene where Paris survives a humiliating mugshot photo session. You turn to your left, please. Okay, boys, get the shot. <laughs> and a terrifying strip search. I, I think I found three 
label blackberries. Meanwhile, back in Australia, ratings are missing for Channel 10's new Sunday night comedy showcase, Markland Live. At the airwaves, some have suggested too soon after the mysterious disappearance of Rose McManus. McManus was last seen being bundled into the boot of a car bearing the vanity plate Ricky M, although Marsland himself provided no clues during his eccentric opening monologue, most of which he spent giggling and repeating the phrase, at last, at last it begins. Viewers were unimpressed and soon switched over to the Crime Investigation Network for the premiere of I Still Can't Stop Masturbating. Thanks for sitting in for the whole hour. Thanks for having me. Uh, In the first hour, in case you missed it, Ed Cavalli did a brilliant segment where he was, uh, well... What was it, Tony? It was Dean Guy lyrics or uh, psychic predictions from That's Life magazine. Absolutely right. And have we got an excerpt from that new Dean Guy album? This is dizzy stuff, folks. 